Hi. What's that? It's freezing here. That's what you said uh, last week. Guess what? It's like 72 degrees here in Los Angeles. hate you. Well, I want to go somewhere warm. You could live over here. Nah. <laughs> All right. I can't deal with that traffic. Uh, Party hard last night? No, not at all, actually. I was in bed by 11 o'clock, but I'm an old man now. <laughs> I saw your post about having slippers by the bed. Mm-hmm. I don't know what this says about me, but I've had slippers by the bed, like, <laughs> since college. <laughs> Do you remember in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, like, I feel like Grandpa had yeah. his slippers by the bed? <laughs> totally. What's, here's the other thing. Uggs sent us two pairs, mm-hmm. the high boots, and then also, like, these slip-ons. Uh-huh. In- I now have multiple pairs of slippers, which means I have choices about my leisure wear, which is not good, you know? I I have choices. I love it. It's a game changer. Once you get into the slipper life, like I have a pair of slippers (laughs) by the door for me to walk outside to make the dogs go to the bathroom that are like like outdoor slippers. And then I have some that are only indoor slippers. Like there's no excuse. I can't wear them outside at all. And then I have a third pair that are like packable slippers that I can put in a suitcase if I want to travel with them. Wow. I just imagine an, like an anim- animated movie about the lives of those slippers and like the indoor slippers being so jealous of the outdoor slippers and the travel <laughs> slippers being so snobby and be like, well, I'm going to Paris this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's my life. Well, welcome to the club. Slippers are one of my favorite things. Let's just go ahead and say it. Mm-hmm. Especially when it's cold. Like once your feet are used to being warm. There's no going back. I know. Y'all, I'm so excited to tell you guys about our new YFT sponsor, Glossier. What's that? Wells, you're going to have to take a back seat on this because I'm actually super passionate about this brand. I've been using Glossier for, I'd say like two to three years now. They came out with a makeup line that was actually like became really popular for getting the glowy, dewy skin look that's been all the rage for the past couple of years. Mm -hmm. And um, I've used their makeup products for a long time. I love their cloud paint. I love their lip glosses. And they also have a skincare line that I am a big fan of. As as I get older, my skin gets drier and I've tried so many different face washes over the years and I am a huge fan of their Milky Jelly Cleanser. It's great because it's like a gel texture. So I love to keep it in the shower. I wash my face at night when I shower and I keep it in there because it takes my makeup off um, without having to use something separate. It doesn't sting my eyes when I use it in the shower. Like it really is such a great product. One of my favorite things about this brand is that they're cruelty free, which you guys know I love. And also their packaging is so beautiful. It's stuff that I can leave sitting out on my bathroom counter and it actually like doubles as home accessories like for my bathroom. It looks so good. Excited to try some of their other products that they sent me recently. They have um, some skin serums that look really awesome and I'm really excited to try it. So I, I really do love this brand. I'm really pumped that they've partnered with us. Yeah, get that glowy, dewy skin for yourself by visiting glossier.com slash podcast slash YFT. Everything is dermatologist tested. It's hypoallergenic, non-irritating. It really is awesome stuff. So check it out, glossier.com. It's G-L-O-S-S-I-E-R.com slash podcast slash Y-F-T. Yeah, all new customers getting 10% off when you use that website. Again, glossier.com slash podcast slash Y-F-T. Dewy skin, yo. It really is great stuff. 
Let me ask you this. Like, do you have the Uggs that like the high top Uggs? Yeah. Well, I have so many pairs of Uggs. So I have the tall ones, which come like halfway up your calf. Yeah. I have the ankle boots, which come just above your ankle that are really good to fly in. Yeah. And then I have these bad boys that are my indoor <laughs> house slippers. Look, that's what I got. I got these. <laughs> <laughs> Only mine are pink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine are as manly as these things can get. Wait, hold on. But like, do you fly? Here's like, I almost, because I was... Was in New York for so long. I almost flew. Not with the the low top ones, but with like the high top ones. I can't be that guy. I can't be the guy that flies in Uggs. Want to know who is the king of male Uggs? Rye? No, I I wish I could get him on that. He hates shoes. Blood. Yeah? Blood has worn Uggs since I can remember. Like way before Uggs were cool or a thing. Like both my parents, they had like the tall, like halfway up your leg Uggs that they used to walk around the farm in. And to this day, like that is my dad's ultimate choice of footwear. He rocks Uggs. He flies in them. Honestly, he'd probably perform in them if my mom would let him. Like he loves them. I feel like Billy Ray needs to get on stage in some mugs. And you know what? He also needs a sponsorship. Oh, he for sure needs a sponsorship. Speaking of, so we're recording this before the Grammys. I'm doing like the pre-show, so I've been doing a bunch of research. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Old Town Road, up for record yeah. of the year. The problem is, is that this is a stacked little lineup he's going up against. What's the Grammys? What do you expect? I know, but like... Let's hear it. Bonnie Vare's on there... Not going to win, as much as I love you, Justin Vernon. Billie Eilish, bad guy, that's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. Ariana Grande, seven rings, going to be tough, but I feel like that was so long ago, that's not going to win. Mm-hmm. The her situation, hard place. Oh, yeah, she's cool. I'm rooting for that because Rubia Momfu and her husband ha- had uh, some help writing that song. So Bottom line, all of those songs were huge. I'm not even all, like, close to being but, done with this list. Oh, here's the thing. No matter how long this list is, yeah. no one can beat Old Town Road's record. Yeah, they have they have the record for the longest holding spot at number one ever. How do you compete with that? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Khalid's on there. The Lizzo and Post Malone and Swaley. So like, I think you're right. I think that's a good call. I think that Old Town Road is going to win record of the year. I don't know if he's going to win album of the year, though. No, I think it. I think it's who's a harder gonna, one. Billie Eilish or Lizzo's going to win album of the year. Yeah, I, I think Billie Eilish will clean up pretty good this year. Yeah, I agree. A phenomenal year. Super exciting. Please tell your dad that actually I won't see him. Well, maybe I will because I'll be on the red carpet, but he's hard to miss, you know, I know. Guess who decided to walk the carpet? Noah. I think she already was walking oh. it. Tish, Tish the, the dish. dish. That's amazing. I can't wait to see her look. I can't either. She says, you know, she claims that, and she does, she like hates attention. She hates getting dressed up. She hates the whole process of getting ready, blah, blah, blah. But she does this where she'll be like, I'm not going. I won't get dressed up. And then like the day of, she'll decide to go. I was talking to her yesterday and she was like, I think I'm going to go and just walk the carpet, and, but I'm not going to sit in the audience. Like Noah can do that. That's what she's doing. Well, I can't wait for you to see my look. It's it's a bold one. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it right now. You know what? This is the time to be bold. The Grammys are the ultimate yeah. time to be bold on a red carpet. All right. I'm going white jacket. Ooh. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. You're you going to look it? very tan and white. No, but I, my, I've lost my tan. I have lost I my tan. pretty tan to me. Really? And white makes you look more tan. I think you're going to look very tan. Yeah. Well. I'm excited about it. You want to start the show or what? Oh, yeah, we probably should, huh? 
I think it's you. I don't know. I do too, actually. Okay. Buckle up your seatbelts, bros and hoes. You're listening to your favorite thing podcast with... Well, Sam Brandy. I love how so, buckle your seatbelts is really... We've really embraced really it. really stuck. We've really embraced it. It's quite nice. <laughs> I'm excited about the show today. We are going to have, well, someone that everyone wanted to be The Bachelor but didn't become The Bachelor. Uh, Mike Johnson will be on the show a little bit later. You had a little crush on Mike Johnson. Let's just say it. Didn't you? He's super good looking. Yeah. Super good looking guy. Seems really nice. Yeah, yeah, big crush. He's really cute. I met him ever so briefly at iHeart Festival this last year. Yeah. He was standing out there during Miley's performance, and I got to say hi to him. So he seems really nice. The, after watching this week's Bachelor episode, like I feel like Mike can have two thoughts here. He can be like, man, I dodged a bullet. Peter is drowning, and this looks hard. Yeah, no. Or, or he's probably like, oh, I should have picked me. After watching this week's episode, I'm like... Get a little bit of a backbone, Peter. Yeah. That's kind of like my one thing is like all those women smell blood in the water and they know that they're able to kind of make them feel crappy. If these things were in a vacuum, singular things, that would be the focal point. But they are able to have a scapegoat for all of it. I just feel a little vindicated because my hot take last week was that Alea, Alea, how you say her name, was, was kind of being bullied. And then you see this week that, like, you made up not knowing her, lady. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So then what are your thoughts about about Ep4? <sighs> Everyone is turning on him. Yeah. There's usually this whole unspoken rule of the bachelor can do no wrong mm-hmm. and the ba- or the bachelorette can do no wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. But this year, this season, uh, the girls are turning on him. Uh, he kind of deserves it. You think so? Kind of. It's just he 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 makes moves that someone wouldn't normally do, like giving Sydney that rose after she called that girl out. It, like you said, it, you said it was like rewarding bad behavior. Yeah, it was like that. And I don't know, just the whole back and forth on everybody. And for me, I just don't understand how he, why he gets so hung up this early on on one person, because I, I mean, if I was were there and he was all hung up on this Alea situation and spent the entire date with her and making her feel okay and giving her the rose after he'd sent her home and and there's so many other women left like I would feel I would feel the way they do. Okay. I would. And and I like honestly it's like if you want Alea that bad just freaking pick her and send everybody else home. I don't know. All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowling brand sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks, and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my Bowling Brand sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30 night worry free guarantee. So you can wash, style, 
file and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl and Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code favorite at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl and Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code favorite thing. In his defense, I think he's like, I got bad information. And yeah, that's not that's fair. fair to myself, and it's not fair to Alea. Sorry, if you guys all piled on that girl, this is what you get. That moment in the rose ceremony when, what, what's the girl's name that, that made up the story that didn't know Alea? What's her name? I don't even know her name. Victoria. Victoria, right? And she's like, I don't even want to talk to you right now. I don't even want to do this right now. I don't want to sit down. If I were Peter, I'm like, all right, then get the fuck out of here. Because yeah, go you, home. I would send them both home. Yeah, because you said you didn't know her, dude. And then come mm -hmm. to find out you guys went to Vegas together? You guys are both lying to me. So, you know That's what? That's the thing. Send them both home. Get them both out of here. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe so. If we learned anything, Pete's the nice guy. Kind of being the asshole, that would just be, like, super confusing, I guess. He said it a million times. Like, as long as you're, like, super honest with me from, like, Jump Street, then we're good. And I'd be like, hey, Victoria, you fucking lied. So you don't get mm -hmm. to be upset here, sister, okay? If anyone gets to be upset, it's me because I don't see everything. You guys do. So I'm using you guys to tell me what's going on. And if you just don't want her to be here because you don't want her to be here, great. But tell me that. But don't make up stuff. I, that really kind of like, I don't know why. I was like, dude, send her home right now. If you're going to have that attitude, ugh, didn't like that. And, and you know what? Yeah. She's doing that thing of like, this is maybe a bad analogy, but you know when you get caught cheating, the person that gets caught cheating then turns it on the other person and like yeah. makes it about them? That's what she did to him. Like, dude, you got caught lying to him. And now you're mad? Called projection. For sure. Mm -hmm. I didn't like that. I don't either. I Like I like I said, I, if, I, if it were me, I feel like I would have just been like, you know what? Y'all both go home because you're just causing too much crap. But yeah. here's the other thing. My whole thing with Alea is when that many people don't like someone yeah. and have a problem with someone it, it there's i mean that's a that's a sign that something you know what i mean like yeah. that's a red flag like you don't want to be with someone that has a hard time getting along with other people yeah uh, i mean that's just something you know that's that's a flaw in someone's character when that many people just don't like them and so like that would be the red flag i wouldn't have been like oh one person said you're a liar and they don't know you even though you're saying you do go home i would i would say listen if this many people have a problem with you that's a red flag to me, and that's where my concern is. I feel that. And, like, I feel like that's what Sarah was saying, too. Let's just start from the beginning, okay? Everyone from Cleveland is like, fuck you guys. <laughs> they're all, I know. <laughs> Harrison's like, we're going to Cleveland, Ohio. And they're like, uh, what? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I would have been like, go Cavs! Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Yeah. My favorite thing about the, is it the other Victoria? Victoria yeah. F or something? She gets in the plane. By the way, now completely convinced that they picked Peter because he makes it so much easier for them to get people places for dates because he can fly them there. Oh, for sure. You know? Like, we're like, saving a ton yeah. of money on private pilots. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, Peter so just fly her there. It'll be fine. I'm sure yeah. Peter's like, this is a lot of work for me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so like they're in the plane look there's an amusement park and victoria's like i love amusement park okay and then she's like wait are those roller coasters and i was like what the fuck do you think are at amusement parks yeah what kind of amusement park have you been to 
and I'm going to go ahead and say it. I want to be the first one to say, it, to say it. Chase Rice for Bachelor. You are insane. Chase Rice for Bachelor. The problem he would is never that, after what they did do him this time. You think so? I don't know. I like I Googled something about it and like a radio interview popped up that he had done after filming it. And he was just saying that, like, I hate reality TV. I'll never do it again because I was like, I had no idea that girl was going to be there. And they no one told me. And I was just totally put on the spot. And he didn't sound very happy about it. Love it, though. So good. (laughs) I mean, it's the best thing in the world. Yeah. The best, the best, the best part. She fucking knows all the words. All the oh words. Oh my god! And he he even says, "You know this song." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It was so fucking good, dude. I know it was insane. You know he was cool to Peter afterwards. Then he was cool to her. And it actually like I, at first I was like, "Is this just some chick that like he hooked up with a couple times?" They're making it a storyline, but it seemed like they actually dated. It did. It's weird. The interview I heard him do, I'm pretty sure he said that they'd only been on like one or two dates. Oh, okay. But she straight up says, he's my ex-boyfriend. Yeah. But that's a classic, t- you know, classic where a girl is like, oh, yeah, we, we were boyfriend-girlfriend. And the dude's like, oh, we went on a few dates. I feel like you've heard that story a bunch. For sure. Um, So it's probably that situation, but she handled it pretty well. I mean, what are you supposed to do? Like, I feel like I would have criticized her more if she had blown up the entire date and been like and stopped everything and made it really dramatic and, you know, and been like, no, he's my ex. I can't we can't do this. I can't do this. Like if she had pulled that card, I feel like I don't know, she would have been criticized more. I felt like all she could really do was kind of go along with it, you know, let the performance be over and then bring it up later, which is what she did. I guess she said one thing that like kind of stuck in my craw, which was. You know, why did things end? And she was like, I didn't like his lifestyle and I wanted to see things, how things would work out with you, which means mm-hmm. that it was really, really close to around the time that like they were trying to get her to come on the show, which means to me, there's a little bit of, did you break up with him because you had the opportunity to go on The Bachelorette and, you know, get a bunch of Instagram followers and, mm-hmm. you know, all that kind of stuff. Like, is that why you did it? Because if you did that, then there's a little bit of wrong reasons there. Mm-hmm, for sure. By the way, there is a lyric. I, I don't know, Chase. Rice, you know him, but in that song he sings, there is a lyric about Santa's Pub. And by the way, we've talked about Santa's Pub so much on this show. <laughs> it just like real. I was like, oh, cool. Okay, then I like this guy. That's why I was like, okay, Chase Rice for Bachelor. All right, he knows about Santa's yeah. Pub. I like his music a lot, actually. He um he lives here. I mean, I see him around town a lot. He's always in Midtown hanging out. But I thought that was cool too. I heard that Santa's Pub lyric. Yeah. So Alea, Alaya, Alua comes back, and <laughs> you know whatever. You know he asks her back and. And calls out what whatever her name is, Victoria. Alea does the thing that, like, I kind of love, where she's like, oh, yeah, by the way, so uh, Victoria F. was totally dating Chase Rice before she came here, and it's all over the internet. She's the vehicle for that information having to get out, you know? For sure. So here's the thing. Like, it has to get out, right? It sounded like Peter is not going to say anything, and it sure as hell sounded like Victoria F. wasn't going to say anything, but that information needs to get out to the girls, right? <laughs> Just to create more drama, huh? Of course it has to get out. Also, like, everyone needs to know. But what annoys me about it is if that had just come out, like, on my season, they had, like, um, magazines out one one day. They and did? It was Vinny's Barbershop, and I was getting my hair cut, and, and Derek was reading through the magazine we fed, and there was an article about how JoJo had just broken up with her ex, like, in between doing shows, 
and it made us question JoJo's intentions and all that kind of stuff. And that's how they got that information out for us. Oh, that's so funny. This information had to come out. And if this information hadn't come from the pariah of the group, mm-hmm. Victoria would be under severe scrutiny. Mm-hmm. But because it came from Alaya, Alea, Alua, <laughs> she gets to pile on to her instead of taking, you know, accountability for the fact that you were dating this dude a couple months before you came on the show. True. You know? Mm-hmm. I hear you when you say everyone unlike her, so it means some about her character. But it's also like such a convenient scapegoat. Everyone's able to like all their bullshit can be attributed to her now. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm no longer at fault. Victoria P. Well, it's because Alea is a liar and she's coming back and she's just using this platform and great drama. Well, no, you fucking lied. Well, you were dating this guy before, right before you came here. Well, you know what? It's only because Alea told everyone that, that everyone knows. It wouldn't have been an issue. And that's not her information to tell. I was going to tell everyone. No, you weren't. <laughs> it's just like one of those things where I'm just like, it's not this girl's fault that you fucked Chase Rice right before you came on the show. Sorry. Facts. You're insane. Whatever. I just love this episode. Every episode has been just fantastic. <laughs> it's very dramatic this year. Also, slowest soapbox derby in the history of soapbox derbies. Find a bigger oh, yeah. hill. That was a little random. Why are you guys wearing helmets? You're going six miles an hour. <laughs> they were like pushing themselves along <laughs> <Yeah>. the pavement. <laughs> Do you have anything else about The Bachelor? How did it end? I can't really remember. It was like to be continued about something. What was it? Because all the girls are mad at him. And he's like, I think everyone's going to leave. Oh, yeah. Well, everyone's not going to leave. They want that TV time. Of course they do. Um, We've just seen so much about a very small handful of girls, and there's just so many girls left that aren't getting any TV time, and we like you're just we're just not getting to see them at all. Yeah, which is such a bummer. My girl Kelly. No one knows anything about her yet, except that she's. He said she had a decent arm in football, but I just don't even know if she did. <laughs> yeah. Were you shocked that they were playing like tackle football? Yeah, and it annoyed me because when we played our football date, we played two hand touch. Yeah. At least play flag football because, I don't know. The girls really, like, had bruises and stuff. It was pretty pretty insane. Dude, it was so, it's so funny. They all look like their peewee football team in comparison I to, know. like, the, you know, the two NFL, the two NFL guys and Peter, who's very tall. It's like, yeah, <laughs> looks yeah, like it's was... a fucking peewee game. But they, they, man, the producers, they're just, they know what they're doing, though, because they wore those girls out. And oh, yeah. so, so that when he went into that date after whatever the date is afterwards, that and then no one got time with him. They, I mean, everyone was very upset. It, yeah. It was probably like a really good move on the producer's part. Also, what's wrong with your back, lady? What's going I on? I know. They never really explained that. Yeah. Oh, your back's hurt? Okay. So. Honestly, I feel like a producer was like, hey, pretend your back hurts so yeah. you can hang out with him. So that, and then so they wanted that so all the other girls would get mad at her. Dude, I'm, on, on our date of that, Derek said he had strained his calf muscle. What a wuss. And he's like, I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I can do it. And then freaking was totally fine. He sandbagged all of us. We were so mad at Derek that day. <laughs> so mad. Still holding out hope that Hannah B comes back. And um, You are? Yeah, of course. Did you see where Jennifer Aniston said Hannah can go home now? Like Hannah does not need to come back. Oh, yeah. But Jennifer Aniston. It's pretty, pretty crazy when Jennifer Aniston is talking about you. <laughs> yeah. I think it's fair. <laughs> Pretty cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, and Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. It's a fucking phenomenon, man. It's crazy. Okay, I think that's enough Bachelor talk for one day. We can chat more with that with Mike, but. Yeah. For Mike, I'm just, I'm just going to be like, who is 
like on your list of ladies to meet in paradise. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay, I mean, we talked about it last week, but um, I finished the Aaron Hernandez doc. And? and? Fantastic. It's so sad. CTE is a real thing. Like that giant hole in your brain mm-hmm. looks scary. And it's also messed up with like the sisters. One's dating Aaron Hernandez and one's dating Odin Lloyd. Like, like that's just messed up and kind of and just sad. When I was watching with Sarah, I was like, this is a very good example of why it's so important to have like a really stable and healthy household, mm-hmm. you know, and Sarah's like, and one that's like very accepting of sexual orientation. And I was like, really? Mm-hmm. What, do you, what do you mean? Like That didn't even like cross my mind. You know, his father being like so like kind of homophobic almost, mm-hmm. I think messed him up a lot. For and, sure. You know. You know, he had some serious self-loathing stuff. It's just a sad, but it's just really well done. And yeah, if you haven't seen the Aaron Hernandez doc, go check it out. Yeah, I liked it a lot too. Also, The Circle. On You're Netflix. obsessed, huh? On Netflix. I got to start it. It's beautiful. Is it really that great? It's so good. And I, I don't... <laughs> like just telling you, it's so fucking good. Okay. I don't even... I'm so ashamed of myself for loving the circle, but okay, here we are. So if you don't tell me what you love about it so much, because okay, so I haven't you... seen it at all. Okay, so the circle is a bunch of people move into this like one apartment building. They get to create their own avatar, like their own profile, right? Mm-hmm. So you can be either be yourself, and then you choose pictures of yourself, or you can be a catfish, and you can choose pictures of other people, and because. At the end of the day, you want everyone to like you the most. Mm-hmm. It's very social media. It's it's just sad. Seven people come into a house. They choose their avatars, and then they can start talking to one another. But you can't see the other person. It's just like through text messages and emojis and hashtags and stuff. Gotcha. Do they ever see each other? So what happens is like you, they live a day. They talk to everyone. At the end of the day, they rank each person from like seven to number one. And the two top people are the influencers. So people who get the, mo- the highest votes become the influencers. And those two influ- influencers have to text messages with one another and decide who gets blocked and who has to leave the circle. Okay. okay. And at the, if you're for the last one, you get, I think, $100,000. Oh, wow. Okay. So, so it's it, like a mix of like Big, big Brother, yes. <laughs> Survivor, and Black Mirror. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Everyone's kind of full of shit. You know, everyone's like trying to play like, which, how, how do I answer this question? Or how do, how do I make it so like people don't, aren't mad at me about it or whatever? Like, or like, what would like, you know, there's this one guy who's pretending to be his girlfriend. And he's like, what would Rebecca say? You know, like, what would Rebecca say here? Okay. First of all, there are three people who I'm just obsessed with. Okay. Okay. Now that I've seen more of the show, I'm changing. Cause I tweeted out that Shuby was my man, but guess what? Broy Joey, a buddy. Is my guy. All right. Oh I want to meet Broy Joey. I want him to like be in paradise with me. I want to talk with him. I want him on this show. Broy Joey. Okay, let's get him on the pod. <clears throat> we got to get him on. Then Shubom Shuby is like the sweetest, nicest kid in the world. And then there's Sammy who looks exactly like Jackie Burkhart, who's super sweet. Sarah and I were watching the show and I turned to her and I go, you know, I really only like the people who are being themselves. People who are catfishing, I can't stand. Hmm. And she was like, I was thinking the same thing. I'm really hoping that that is 
the idea of the show to prove that being yourself is always better than trying to be someone you're not. I like that. Yes. It's like one of those shows you watch and you're like, I shouldn't be watching this. I shouldn't like this. This is what kind of what's wrong with the with the world. Mm-hmm. But hey, buddy, Broey Joey <laughs> is the best. Okay. So anyways. I'm going to give it a watch. I'm going to gi- give it a watch. Give, give it like three or four episodes. Just do it. Okay. All right. All right. You got any? Have you watched The Outsider yet? Oh, God. I'm caught up. You are caught up. Okay, good. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's Do you so- like it as much as you liked the book? Yes, I think so. Okay. I think Jason Bateman is doing a fantastic job with that. Uh-huh. I was watching like a behind, um, the behind the scenes thing, and he was like, I've always wanted to oh, do it. I need a- to watch that. Yeah, he was like, I've always wanted to do a Stephen King film because Stephen King ha- has specific shots and filters and like tone that like he's like, I've never worked with before. And I want to make create like a very Stephen King looking. Well, this is a miniseries that once I heard him say that I was like kind of watching for it. And I was like, Jason Bateman is just really good at this. You know, like mm-hmm. it de- definitely does have the feel of an it or uh, a carry or a shining like those they're like very specific shots that you see you're like oh yeah that's totally like a Stephen King shot but mm-hmm. what do you think can we say a spoiler can we warn everybody that I'm or is that not a good idea I think if you'd say a spoiler you need to say I'm doing a spoiler so if you don't like this skip forward 30 seconds okay yeah so we're, I'm gonna say something that's gonna be a spoiler if you haven't seen I think at least episode two so fast forward like a minute <laughs> if you don't want to hear it yeah so I couldn't believe that they that Jason Bateman dies in episode two. Yeah, well, I mean, I knew that because I read the book, but um, I know, but that's crazy. I mean, uh, he's the star. I mean, I know they still show him when they show like the footage and the evidence and flashbacks and stuff like that. But I mean, he's just not even in it anymore, and he was the star. I know that's the only role he could have had because he's got to direct the yeah, thing. That's true. Sarah said some name. They're like, there's very few people that do, but can do both the entire thing. And when I found out that he was going to be going to be playing that character, I was like, oh yeah, that makes total sense. That's so crazy. My and you know what? It was so subtle that he dies. Like they really don't make a big deal about it. My mom. I was talking to my mom, and I was like, hey, are you caught up? She was like, yeah. Episode three was kind of boring. And I was like, what are you talking about? She was like, Jason Bateman wasn't in it at all. I was like, mom, he died last episode. She was like, what? Like oh, really? she didn't even catch it. I mean, it's a very important part of the book and it's an important part of the show. But his, you know, his last words, generally, if you've committed a crime, your last words are you atone for your sins. Uh-huh. And his last words are like, I didn't kill that kid. Yeah. As a big thing that's in the book. That's the thing that makes the detective be like, question it. This mm-hmm. can't be. Yeah. Okay. But anyways, the outsider is is phenomenal. It really is. I'm loving it. Yeah. Loving it. Feeling good right now, Brandi. You know why? Why? Last night I cooked a killer meal. I had some Parmesan chicken from HelloFresh. Dude, I love HelloFresh. You love to cook, don't you? I love to cook. And I'll tell you this too. Like HelloFresh makes it easy for kind of fun date nights for Sarah and I. A lot of times, like, I'll just cook because, like, I know the recipe. It's, like, in my brain or whatever. And I'm like, Sarah, like, just do your thing. Like, watch TV. But HelloFresh, because it comes with what to do in the prep work, I can be like, okay, you do this part. I'll do this part. And then it's, like, a like a fun little activity that we get to do together. And then we get to sit down and enjoy it as well. So here's the deal. You got to break out of your dinner rut with HelloFresh with over 22 seasonal chef-curated recipes 
each week. There's something for everyone, including low-calorie, vegetarian, and family-friendly recipes. HelloFresh has more five-star recipes than any other meal kit, so you'll know you'll get something delicious. And here's what I really like about it. HelloFresh's pre-portioned ingredients mean there's less prep for you and less food waste. The packaging HelloFresh uses to ship your food is almost entirely made from recyclable and or already recycled content. HelloFresh's carbon footprint is about 25% lower than store-bought grocery-made meals. I really have heard so much uh, about HelloFresh and people that love it. It's America's number one meal kit. You hear about it everywhere. And HelloFresh is now just $5.66 per serving. You guys, that's way less than you're going to spend if you go out to eat or even if you go to the grocery store. It's so hard to go grocery shopping. And especially for me and shop for just one and cook for one, it's tough. And it's tough to not waste money. So check out HelloFresh. If you go to HelloFresh.com slash YFT10 and use our code YFT10 during HelloFresh's New Year's sale. You get 10 free meals and it includes free shipping. Go to HelloFresh.com slash YFT10 and use that code YFT10 and get 10 free meals, which includes shipping, dude. Love me some HelloFresh. You guys, I got to shout out my favorite razor company, Billy. I talk about Billy all the time because I really do love this company. Um, I use these razors, you know, when I decide to shave my legs. But I'm going to see my boyfriend soon, and I'm going to have to shave my legs, my armpits, and just everything. I'm just going to shave my whole body, actually. And Billy is great. They are premium razors direct to your door for half the price of what you'd find in the store. I don't know if you all have noticed, but when you go to the drugstore or wherever you buy your razors, they're expensive. Men's razors are much cheaper, and I just don't think that's fair, and neither does Billy. You can buy razors in cute colors. They come with a little magnetic handle that sticks in your shower. Uh, so not only does it keep your shower nice and clean and not cluttered, but uh, my pink razor looks so cute actually hanging in my bathroom. And for only $9, you can get four refill blades delivered to you every one, two, or three months based on how often you shave. So you never have to go to the store when you run out of your razors. And to express a little love for our show, you can go to mybilly.com slash YFT for 10% off your razor, which is a lot of percentage off, by the way, for an already really good deal. It's true. Plus, shipping is always free. So this is a limited time special offer for our listeners. Go now and save 10% off your razor at MyBilly. That's M-Y-B-I-L-L-I-E dot com slash Y-F-T. Shave them legs. And your pits. And like whatever else. Grey's Anatomy came back. I know you don't watch Grey's Anatomy. I don't. Um, I am the dumb dumb that didn't realize. I So because I watch everything on Hulu, Hulu just like pops up and says like, all right, watch next episode. Mm-hmm. And so I just clicked on it. And then I watched it. And then I was scrolling through and I realized that there was actually, I don't watch Station 19, but it's kind of a series that was spun off of Grey's Anatomy. And it's got a lot of the characters in it from Grey's Anatomy. And what they did was that se- that season premiere for Station 19 was like a dual episode with the Grey's Anatomy cast that I was supposed to watch before I watched the technical first episode of Grey's Anatomy. So if you haven't, if you watch Grey's and you haven't seen this yet, make sure you watch the Station 19 episode first or you miss things. And I wasn't super confused when I skipped it, but you just, you missed crucial content. So make sure you do that. The whole internet's upset because Dr. Karev is no longer on the show. And they don't 
I mean, they didn't show his exit on this episode. Like, how are they going to explain him being gone? <laughs> they haven't done it yet. And I'm just so confused. Yeah. His wife is over here, like, fostering a baby. And, oh, yeah, Alex is in so-and-so visiting his mom and whatever. And it's just like, are they just going to let him, like, <laughs> drift off into non-existence? I don't really understand. That was like listening to a different language. <laughs> I know. You can't really answer <laughs> me because you don't watch it. No. But anyway, I love Grays, but I'm sad about Kareb being gone. And I just, I'm curious to see how they make him go away because everyone kind of thought this episode, this season premiere or whatever it is, it started off because of a car accident, like a car crashes into a bar. And so everyone was like, oh, was he in the bar? And does he to die that way? Nope, he wasn't in the bar. Like they still haven't explained it. I don't know what they're going to do. So should people watch it or yeah if you love grays you love grays no matter what all right we're like how many how many seasons in are we Let's how have you bit. not been on tanya and becca's show yet i honestly sh i should probably like their There's whole 15 seasons of gray's anatomy like Jeez. if you've watched this long you're gonna keep watching no matter what yeah there is another show on hbo other than the outsider that i'm very excited about Avenue 5. What is that? Space Captain Ryan Clark of Avenue 5 tries to get along with others in the space tourism industry. Avenue 5. Okay, it's a comedy. That was a horrible... Um, I know. Synopsis. It's a comedy. Got it. So, it's a um, giant spaceship cruise liner. Hugh Laurie, who is from, like, House, is the captain of the ship. Josh Gad, who is in, like, everything, but, like, I don't know, Olaf in Frozen. Or, like, he was the original person in Book of Mormon. You know who I'm talking about. Freaking hilarious. He plays the eccentric billionaire inventor, almost like an Elon Musk, but kind of stupid and <laughs> crazy. Okay. Great. Oh, Zach Woods, who is in Silicon Valley. He's, like, kind of like the PR person on the ship. So I'll just kind of give, there's only been one episode, but it was so great. They're flying through space and they're like trying to fix something on the outside of the ship. Something happens. The main engineers on the outside are trying to fix something on the ship and something happens and they, they like reverse the gravity. And so like everyone like flies over like the wrong side of the wall and they're freaking out, right? In that moment, change their course because they changed the gravity a little bit. Also in that moment, the main engineer who's outside trying to fix something gets killed. And so now the space cruise that was supposed to take a couple of months, they're now stuck there for three years. And hmm. everyone is freaking out because, well, Hugh Laurie's supposed to be the captain. I guess there was like one instance on Avenue 3 where he saved everyone's lives. And he was like, I didn't save everyone's lives. There was a fire and then the sprinklers came on. I was just there. Stop telling me that I'm a hero. And they're like, you need to figure out how to, how to fix this. And he's like, I don't even know how to fly the ship. I'm an actor. The, the main engineer is the guy who knows how to fly the ship. And like, where's the main engineer? And he's like, he's floating out there and dead. Oh my gosh. I, oh, funny. I gotta be honest with you. I don't think this sounds like my kind of show. Well, that's because you don't like comedy because you hate life. But it no. is so funny. So Avenue 5. Oh, Lord. I'm telling you. Okay. I'm telling you. Just give it a watch. Um, we'll see. All right. You know what I'm excited about? What? I saw a preview on a commercial, I think on Hulu, actually, for, you know, they're turning The Call of the Wild into a movie. Oh, really? Harrison Ford. Oh, yeah. You should watch the trailer. It looks like it's going to be phenomenal. Okay. Uh-huh. I mean, I love that book as a kid. Loved. Looks really, really good. Is Call of the Wild, is that Jack London? Yeah. And I love Harrison Ford so much. 
thinking of like oh, favorite books as a kid. Did you ever read My Side of the Mountain? Yes. What was? Yes, I did. What, 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 tell me what it was about. It was about this kid who like basically runs away from home, goes and like lives off the grid on this mountain and he like builds his own little shelter in uh, underneath this kind of hollowed out tree he somehow like figures out a way to to train a falcon to like hunt for him and yeah it's just like all about this kid like living off the grid by himself dude that was a great book sounds like the movie into the wild that i love but instead of Hirsch. yeah instead of uh great. alexander mccantless Grad's great's a great book too, but also like that one ends sadly. Whereas My Side of the Mountain, I think is a is a happy ending for kids. Well, that's good. Yeah, Into the Wild. Like I don't cry ever watching yeah. movies. Never, and I cry every single time I watch Into the Wild at yeah. the end. Word. So sad. Speaking of books, I got a new one, bro. Yeah. Oh my god, it's called Before She Knew Him, written by okay. Peter Swanson. Samsonite. Oh. I was way off. I'll read the thing. From the hugely talented author of The Kind Worth Killing comes an exquisitely chilling take of a young suburban wife with a history of psychological instability whose fears about her new neighbor could lead them both to murder. Hen and her husband Lloyd have settled into a quiet life in a new house outside of Boston, Massachusetts. Hen is short for Henrietta, is an illustrator and works out of her studio nearby and has found the right med to control her bipolar disorder. Finally, she's found some stability and peace. But when they meet the neighbors next door, that calm begins to erode as she spots a familiar object displayed on the husband's office shelf. The sports trophy looks exactly like the one that went missing from the home of a young man who was killed two years ago. Hen knows because she's long had a fascination with this unsolved murder. An obsession she doesn't talk about anymore, but can't fully shake either. Before she knew him. Dude, I'm almost done with that. I've ripped through it in like a, in like two days. No joke. That sounds good. It's good. I've seen it on the shelves. That's why it sounds familiar. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm excited. Mm. So. Okay, great. I'm almost done with uh, my book. So once I, I'll probably finish it on this trip. I leave today and then maybe I'll grab that one for my next read. Yeah. You know, I just wanted to talk about something really quickly. You ever get some, uh, some hand lotion that... <laughs> just will not rub into your skin and then you just have white all over your skin no because i buy good lotion oh okay so <laughs> your lotion is shaming me now how much do you pay for this lotion like four bucks i don't know it's just in the bathroom already but i think we've all been there where it's like lotion you're just like rubbing it and you're like this it won't rub in you know it's just like oh my god what has happened to me so lotion companies get it together i need lotion that is my skin can absorb okay <laughs> you want to like call out the brand of this lotion you hate so much or no no not worth it no no you know what okay let me give you guys a pro tip here okay i have really 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 dry skin yeah and especially in the winter like i'm outside so much in, like when water because of the horses and everything like that so um i do not have eczema but the only lotion that i think works and actually hydrates my skin and it rubs in really nicely is lotion specifically for people with eczema which the only the difference is that the lotion has 2% of colloidal oatmeal or whatever i think colloidal oatmeal um it is what's in it that it and it just makes you, it helps so much it makes your skin not itch it hydrates you and it's nice you should get some colloidal is getting a ding cuz i don't even <laughs> know if that's a word oh by the way Colloidal, yeah, colloidal oatmeal. What does that mean exactly? I don't know. I'm not even sure if it's a word. Oh, by the way. It oh. is a word because colloidal silver is a natural antibiotic. 
Yeah. Is it in like, a lot of like uh, first aid stuff. What color is it? Is it Cognac? Oh, <laughs> you like that? <laughs> I mean, you're out here fucking riffing on chicks for not for not knowing how to pronounce lingerie um, or finasco. But uh, I didn't even call out finasco. I, to be honest, I didn't even hear finasco. I know when I, I didn't either. The show. There's nothing I can say to defend myself here, but mm-hmm. I would to be I was reading it off of a website yep. and pronounced it the way it was spelled like a dum dum. Mm-hmm. But also cognac is not a word that you hear or say often. Lingerie is a word <laughs> that is very often said, heard, thought about, talked about. Mm-hmm. That's my that's my sad defense. Right. Haley to... Williams has a new song. Should we yeah. give it a listen? Sure. I haven't listened to it yet, but I love Haley. Are we talking about uh, Simmer? Yeah. Oh my god, that's hilarious. First question, is Paramore no more or what's happening there? I don't think they are. I mean, the, the last album they put out came out so long ago. Let's see. All right. So she's just kind of diverted on her own thing. Okay. So that's so funny. When I was a kid, we used to say, simmer down now, simmer down. When people would like freak out. <laughs> and then <laughs> the freaking lyric is like, do you like it? I think it's kind of cool. It reminds me of um, Fanagram a little bit. Totally got a Fanagram vibe to it. Yeah, After Laughter was their last album. It came out in 2017, well, but that one was the last thing they had put out in a while, too. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling that Paramore's probably no more, but it's about time Haley put out some music. She's so talented. Yeah. You're friends so, with her, like right? That. You know what? I haven't seen her in years, but we grew up together. I've known her since I was in 10th grade. Yeah. And for a while there, like kind of like in the height of Paramore's popularity i'd say uh i used to like go on tour with them when they were on warp tour i'd ride the bus with them for a couple weeks and hang out and do all that back in my emo kid days mm-hmm. you know what we need to do huh we gotta call mike oh yeah we do all right let's uh let's give him a jingle jangle is it gonna be weird because you have a crush on him or is it gonna be cool i'm over it should i tell him that you had a crush I got, you can if you want i talked to my sexy sexy boyfriend this morning and oh. he looked very cute and he was just out there in the bush working so hard just fixing the road that washed out earlier because of the thunderstorm and he was like all sweaty and in his work cl- outfit his uniform he looked very hot what was hard in his bush <laughs> and those are the only two words you heard <laughs> yes i'm a child all right let's call mike okay Big Mike up in the house. What's up, homie? <laughs> How you living? You can't say the exact same thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like the exact same thing. <laughs> That's what happens when you live with someone for a month on a beach. You just start to figure out exactly what they're going to say. And ain't got shit else to do but talk shit about other people, right? Yeah. That's all we do on the beach. <laughs> Mike, I, I don't want to make it weird, but I'm going to immediately. I don't know if you know this, but uh, Brandy used to have a gigantor crush on you. I did. You were my favorite from your season. I and my favorite that. on Paradise, honestly. 
No, Paradise I was terrible. I'm like Blake Christ. took all of the terrible credit from Paradise away from everyone else. And I well, love I, mean, I wasn't terrible in that regard, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was terrible from just like being sane and not giving two shits about the drama. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't use the word terrible for that though. Yeah, not to make it weird, but like, yeah, so you missed out big time. No, that was your point was to make it weird. I know. Before we called you, he was like, do you still have a crush on Mike? And I was like, don't get me wrong. Mike is so cute, but I am dating somebody now and I just like love him so much. And he was so cute to me this morning. So that's what's up. That's what's up. That's good. Well, shout out. What's his name? Can I? Well, no, just shout out to you. We call him Rye. He is. He has a crazy name. His name is Reinhardt. He's South African and and his South African friends listen to this podcast. So I have to be really careful about what I say these days. Yeah, that's funny. I just got a DM from some girl from South Africa. She was like, I don't want to be rude, but like, we love you over here. It was kind of cool. You should go. South African girls are stunning. Tim Tebow just married a South African girl. I didn't know that. Hey. Yeah, I didn't know she was either, but she is. Can we get a ding for Tim Tebow finally busting that nut? (laughs) (laughs) My boy, getting some love. And by the way, that was was such an interesting dichotomy in the Aaron Hernandez movie. Oh, I know. Because you have Tim Tebow, who's like this God-fearing saint of a man who is like good friends with a guy who is effectively was killing people. It, that was such an interesting twist to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Mike, scary. are you watching The Bachelor? Of course. I got to shout out to Peter. Show love to Peter. Let's just say it. Like a lot of people wanted you to be The Bachelor. You did not, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted Derek to be The Bachelor. I wanted, I wanted Derek to be The Bachelor. Well, that, I, I'll give you that. I'll yeah. give you that because obviously you have a relationship with Derek yeah. and Derek is awesome. And he did go through a tumultuous time on Paradise. Yeah, that was really my, my whole thing was. Also, Derek was my roommate on The Bachelorette. Like, we've been through a lot. So I'll give you that. I just thought that he uh, handled himself really well in that situation. And Derek, here's my other thing. Derek can't ever fucking win on those shows. Like, he, like he constantly just swings and misses. And I'm like, can someone give this guy like- Swing and a miss. <laughs> Swing and a miss, dude. That's the other thing. I wasn't worried about you. Like we were, I was hearing like Demi Lovato rumors and stuff. I was like, Mike's good, but Derek's going to be all right. Mike's but poor just- Derek's going to be alone forever. <laughs> but I, I, I uh, Derek is good. Derek is good. I do love you. And I think you would have been a, a great bachelor, but I now- just wasn't emotional enough. Yeah, that's the, yeah, that's the thing. But don't worry. There's always paradise again. We can, we can still make this happen. All right. But like, let me ask you this. because We were talking about it before we called you after seeing all the girls like those would have been your girls. Right. If you were the bachelor now seeing it, would you have wanted to have been the bachelor? I like girls that like are a little bit taller and have a little bit more meat on them. Five, one and, and smaller and like 90 pounds or less. I'm not really like you could be gorgeous in the face, but like I'm six, four, 220, you know, yeah. I don't want to like. It just it just doesn't go. Wells yeah. can't relate. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's okay, Wells. We still love you. Yeah, I mean, you know, short, skinny girls need loving too. All right, so. they do. <laughs> See, if you were single, me and you can go to the club together because, like, we would have two totally different things that we go after, right? For sure. So you would be like my best friend in the club. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would pay so much money to see you and Wells go to a club and hit on girls. No offense, Sarah. I don't want him to really do that, but like. In my mind, that's a great scenario. I mean, Wolves would just be handing me drinks. I would, yeah, I'd be getting everyone drunk. But man, like the two smiles on us, we would kill it in the club. You know, kill it. We would kill it. We would kill it. We would have a fun time. Also, I know this comes as a shock to everyone, but I was good at going to bars and stuff, hitting on chicks. I was good at that. 
Because I can talk you got to a mouthpiece on you. I yeah, could, I can see that. I can talk to anybody. Yeah, you definitely can. And that's all that really matters. But like, aside from that, like in terms of like their personality, what are you thinking? I'm not going to say which three, but there's like three or four that have really good personalities. That, Why can't you say? Because then it's going to be like a tabloid. <laughs> Mike, like this girl. I've been around the block for like maybe six months now. All press <laughs> is good press. Uh, I agree with Take that. Take it from me. Yeah. <laughs> Everything yeah, I, I say I, I, gets twisted yeah, into something dumb. All press is good press. I will say like... I was texting somebody the other day and I was like, this is why they didn't choose me as a bachelor because I'd be like, girl, get the fuck out of here. That's BS. I would send a girl home before a rose ceremony if I didn't like her. You know Peter, right? Yeah. Here's my thing about Peter. I wonder if he's too nice. I don't think he's too nice. I think he comes across very, very nice and incredibly sweet, but he knows how to handle himself. He knows how to take charge. He knows how to put his foot down. When he called out, uh, who was that, Sydney that he called out the other day during a date? That was hilarious to me, yeah. by the way. I'm like, damn, that's something I would do. Just call her out in front of everybody. I think he plays it really nice, but if he gets fed up enough, he will put his foot down. Yeah. You don't have to say like who your favorites are. What who are your favorites? Who are your favorite contestants for Peter? Like who are your like to say that. Mm-hmm. That's because it's different. We're not saying like who would you pick as your top three, but like who are your top three that you think would be good for Peter? I don't know their names, but I would say the girl obviously the girl he took to meet his parents. Mm-hmm. Maddie. I was like, bro, I was watching TV screen like, who the hell takes a girl home on the first date, right? Uh-huh. Um, so I think she has a really good shot, and I think she's cute for Peter, and they have a good personality. Kelly, um, she Kelly. was the girl that he met prior. Now, my thing with Kelly is, because she's like a grown woman, right? Is Peter mm-hmm. going to be able to handle that grown woman? And mm-hmm. I say that with all respect and love to Kelly, because I like grown women, right? And so she could, like, elevate Peter, right? I think that's a good one. For him, mm-hmm. <laughs> I almost said it. You guys almost got me. There's one I would definitely send home. Uh, <laughs> she's still on the show. Her ass needs to go. <laughs> I'm not gonna say. What it. about Hannah Ann? I think she's really cute, really attractive. This is what I'm talking about. Like for me personally, I love women. And I can find beauty, but like for me, she's just not my style. You know? Yeah, I, I'm with you. She's not my fave. Yeah, I think that it's Peter's thing, though. Could be. Yeah. I don't think he ends up with her, though. I think Peter wants a wife and not um, mm-hmm. just a girlfriend for a couple of months. Okay, so, hey, do you want to hear my theory? And then you Oh, can... here we go. <laughs> Let's go. I've heard this theory so many times. Okay, this is my, this, this is my theory. This is what's going to happen. Because Peter has <laughs> said that, that the ending cannot be spoiled, which means, in my mind, that means they haven't filmed the ending yet. Okay? So. Okay. You know, you see that super tease of Chris being like, we just got some information. I just heard about it. And then he, like, freaks out. This is what I think is going to happen. Yeah. I think he's he's made his decision on who he's going to get engaged to. And then Hannah B <laughs> has hit up Chris and was like, hey, listen, I still have feelings for him. I don't want to lose him. I want to fly out there and fight for him. And then it's going to be Hannah B and the whoever he chooses. I think it's going to be Hannah Ann. I think it's going to be a Hannah versus Hannah situation. I can't wait for Ooh. that. And, dun, 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 dun. and then he's going to have to make the decision during a live taping to end the show. Damn. Hannah B would demolish Hannah Ann. Have you seen her IG stories lately? She's like boxing and shit now. Yeah. And is Hannah Hannah B, is she like, she seems like she's tall and like a like big, like a big, not big girl, but like she just seems uh, like, then Hannah Ann just seems so petite, you know, and Hannah yeah. Brown. Yeah. Like Hannah Brown. Yeah. If it were me, I would take Hannah B just because she's like taller, you know, got a little booty on her, that mm-hmm. thing. But <laughs> I don't know what Peter would do. Wills, I don't know. But do you like Sorry. that theory? I don't. <laughs> 
I think they've already shot the show. <laughs> Mike's been in too much media training. I know. <laughs> Way too much media training. <laughs> I think they've already shot the show completely. I don't think Hannah Ann will make it to the be like the top two. I just I don't. Not. He's not my fave. My other question is, Mike, do you think that Peter took Kelly to the boneyard when they met at the hotel? Now watch this. This is no media training right here. Yeah. All right. I'll tell you like this. If it was me and she was with it, I would have taken her back. Yeah. No media training. Go. You got me to say something. <laughs> Brandy's friends with it. her. So, and did you do Wait. any information? Research? Rewind. I'm okay. friends with her sister. Same thing. I'm like really good friends with her sister. And I, I am, I, so I, I know her, but like through her, um, but it, I told you I was going to try to get some stuff out of Pam this week and yeah. she's been uh, out of the country. She's <sighs> in like India or something playing polo. But when she gets back, I'm going to try to dig. Jesus. That's some, some white. People India shit right there. Polo? <laughs> yeah, she's on the U.S. women's polo team. Her sister. Oh, okay, that's different. Uh, well, did you say white people stuff? That's that's a, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm in Brazil playing polo. <laughs> I'm glad you said it because I thought it. <laughs> oh, jeez. I think that Peter wants a wife, and so he's going to look at the women that you know he can see long term, not just a four-time windmill go. Mm-hmm. He has tasted that sugar, and he likes it. He's going back for seconds. You know it. Oh. <laughs> if he tasted that sugar yeah <laughs> if he tasted it then it wasn't good enough because hell he got other women to chase after too yeah here's what i think the top four is hannah ann kelsey kelly and maddie i could see that lock it in the girl that looks like demi you think she'll stay she cries a little bit, a lot, actually, but I think she'll be tough for her. Isn't that the one that, that is caught in the lie, though, this week with yeah, Aaliyah? Yeah. Well, damn. <laughs> Mike, are you going to come to Paradise or no? Are you coming back? What's happening? If I come back, I'm damn sure going to be able to do a handstand, and I'm going to have a better body than Tyler. Does that mean Tyler's coming to Mexico? Of course not. My boy Tyler's doing too many good things. Yeah? <laughs> he might come just to, like, spice up some shit because all the girls probably want to jump on him. Yeah. That will be super fun, actually. That will be some good drama. A, a long relationship come paradise, and mm -hmm. then Tyler comes out there with a Speedo, like John Paul Jones wears. Yeah. <laughs> it would be hilarious. It would be dun-dun-dun-dun. <laughs> Tyler everyone's C. everyone's going, you Wells. <laughs> what do I do now? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I cannot wait. Can't wait. Mike Johnson, the name of the show is Your Favorite Thing Podcast. We need to know some of your favorite things. What shows are you binging? What books are you reading? What music are you listening to? That kind of stuff. You want me to just name of all, all of them? Yeah. Let's go. At nighttime, I might have a drink or two. I love watching Big Mouth on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Have you guys seen that one? Yeah, oh. that's Nick Kroll's show. It is freaking hilarious. I love Big Mouth. Yeah. <laughs> no one will probably think that of me. They probably think I'm watching, like, some serious history documentary or something. <laughs> that's that's what I think people think of me. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Nah, I actually like funny shit. I do like Big Mouth. Um, that's a good one. I'm listening to a lot of Roddy Rich right now. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, Selena Gomez, she was saying that she really wanted to be number one. And Roddy Rich had uh, tweeted out something like, hey, go stream Selena Gomez's album. I thought that was dope of him to do. When I'm at the clubs, I'm definitely drinking. When I'm with my bougie friends, 1942. Ooh. Oh, okay. okay. And when, I, when I'm with my hood friends, we drink uh, some Mad Dog 2020. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? I mean, it ain't bad. It's just some hood shit. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> I didn't go to college. I used to drink that shit too. Oh yeah. man. My favorite financial book is this right here. One up on Wall Street. Peter Lynch. 
It's like a freaking encyclopedia. I love this book as well. Power of Your Subconscious Mind, Joseph Murray. Jesus, Mike's smart. Mike is smart. I've got like a, a million books in my little bookshelf right here. That yeah. I'm not going to show. <laughs> here, I'll show you this one. This is kind of funny. <laughs> the Ultimate Guide to Kink. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, there's so many sides to you. There, I just can't keep up. You are very multidimensional. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. many sides. Yeah. Mike, thank you so much for coming on YFT. I miss you and I love you. And all right, I'll say it. You should have been The Bachelor. I just Oh felt, my God. Did he just say I that? Know. He said I, it. I, you oh should have been. Oh my God. I would be mad about it. I was just really trying to get Derek a win, but like now listening to like The Ultimate Guide to Kink, Windmills ain't got shit on The Ultimate Guide to Kink. It's true. I'm telling you, I'm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, thanks so much for coming on the show, dude. Uh, miss you, and I love you, and I hope to see you soon. We'll do. Y'all have a great one. See you on Paradise. We'll see. <laughs> Later, dude. How great is Mike? So great. Seriously, if I was single, yeah, I just I don't I don't know if my ass would it would be big enough for him. Yeah, I just I'd like to think it is, but I just don't know. Okay. Well, you got anything else? No, I gotta go catch a flight. Where are you going? Going to Hartford, Connecticut, and then um, I think it's about a little hour drive, and then I'm playing at Mohegan Sun tomorrow. I'm going to be in New York uh, all, like all of next week, so you uh, catch a train into the city, hit me up. Mm, probably won't, but okay. Okay. Well, I miss you, and I love you, Brandi. Love you. Have a good one. Yeah. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.